Welcome to the Evolution Exchange podcast, bringing together the best technical leaders to talk about the industry passions and challenges that they are facing. I'm Ollie Stockford from Evolution Recruitment Solutions, helping businesses connect with top tech talent. And today, I am your host. So today, we're going to be discussing sports club software, access all areas special. Uh, we've changed the topic ever so slightly uh, because I just felt this uh, fits in better. And for this topic, I am really excited to get this one recorded. And I'm delighted to be joined by Gerard from Club Force, Clement from My Coach Pro, and Pierre Carlo from Ita Pro. Before we delve deeper into the topic, I'm going to allow our panel to make a brief introduction. So, Gerard, do you want to kick us off with a brief intro, please? Yeah, thanks very much for the, the invite, Oliver. Uh, my name is uh, Gerard Morn. I'm the head of uh, product and technology for Clubforce for the last uh, two and a half years. Um, of a background in, uh, in sports uh, technology, uh, Clubforce as a company has been around for 15 years. It was founded by Warren Healy. It's an all-in-one sports management system um, it's a market leader in Ireland and in the past uh, two years we started to move into other markets in the UK and are now looking at the US and Australia and New Zealand and um, the key features for the, the software is primarily around helping clubs with uh, their capturing payments with communication with analytics and um, helping them automate the uh, the day-to-day operations and trying to simplify that. And the key thing we try to do is reduce time for the volunteers because they're all very, very busy people. So we try to make that as easy as possible for them. Uh, so that's it in a quick nutshell. Thank you very much, Clement. Yes, good morning. Uh, I'm Clement. I'm the VP of Engineering for uh, MyCoach Pro. My main focus is on backend engineering and infrastructure management. Uh, My Coach Pro as a company is the uh, is a, a SaaS solution. Uh, we provide an athlete monitoring system. Uh, as of now, we are leader in France. Uh, we have roughly 80% of the French Ligue 1 Ligue 2 market. And what we do for those clubs is we provide solution where we can track the athlete's performance on a, a day-to-day basis. And they can see how the athlete will evolve in time. Uh, and we are expanding to Europe at the moment, thanks to a new partnership with uh, the Stats Perform Group, and we'll be entering the scouting uh, scouting solutions in the next months. Fantastic. And last but not least, Pierre Carlo. Uh, thanks, Oliver, for the invitation. Uh, good morning to everyone. I'm Pierre Carlo, uh, co-founder and uh, CTO of Eterpro. Um, I'm a computer engineer as a background, and uh, um, Eterpro is a sport management fl- platform uh, SaaS that allow uh, allows club uh, and a sport organization um, like to manage themselves in a 360 way. So starting from the pitch and day to day operations like uh, taking care of trainings and analyzing data from from the pitch to the medical department, to the scouting department, to the um, financial and, and legal departments. We try to collect data from uh, all the departments and merge them and um, with some algorithms and some logic we, uh, to, um, we try to provide um, clubs some insightful for helping them making better choices. Perfect. Thank you very much. I told everyone that this will be a great recording um, and just with everyone's introductions there already. 
um, a consensus would be brilliant. So thank you very much. Now that we're all introduced, let's move on to the topic in focus. So we've all been discussing separately a question or a statement. Um, and as usual, I'll work around the, the panel asking you to give your thoughts on your question and the reasons behind it. Each of you will also have the opportunity to give your take on the situation too, should you wish to do so. So let's start with Clement. Um, so Clement, could you share... Um, insights into how data analytics and reporting functionalities within software help sports clubs make that more informed decision uh, and optimize strategies yes um so basically the first thing in order to take a decision you must have data so we start uh, in in i think in all the the data. So we built uh, a solution for five years, uh, helping clubs collect two main kinds of data. The first one being subjective data, like user or let's say athlete feeling, how did I sleep that night? How do I feel this morning? And objective data such as uh, GPS tracking data, uh, over various trackers and so on. Uh, the key here is to, uh, let's say, store data in a normalized way, because in the clubs, they can change for example, GPS solutions uh, during the season. And you want, you want to be sure that if they use Catapult before and now they are using K-Sport, uh, you have the same speed uh, along the season because you want to provide a longitudinal view on the data that they collect. So this, one, uh, really, in, in, this was a really important topic for us. And basically, we've, made, we've, we've worked five years to get to a pretty decent solution in terms of user experience and and uh, and flexibility so the users can collect all kind of data that they want they wanted and this was really hard uh, because uh, you have to account to thousands or uh, thousands of data points and different kind of data and we still want everything to be as clean as possible because when we move to the next step which is taking a decision uh, what you want is you want to have uh, the data as clean as possible and for that, we, uh, in order to, to help them take decisions, uh, we built a new BI solution, uh, which is internal into, into our product, and which is, I think, uh, one of uh, our key successes in the market. Uh, we didn't choose to go with Tableau Software or Power BI. We wanted to build something that is really dedicated to the sports industry, and we wanted something that is deeply integrated into our product. So basically, before us, they were doing things like Tableau and Power BI, but only some elite clubs were able to do uh, this kind of, uh, let's say, work uh, because they are data scientists and sport scientists, but the mass market don't have sports scientists and data scientists in-house. So our goal was to build something that can be used by literally anybody uh, and uh, build something that is uh, as much flexible as possible because you will have different personas that will look at the data so, for example, a director is not interested in the same thing as a strength and a conditioning trainer. I mean, the director will look at the data probably once a week, where the strength and conditioning trainer will look at the data uh, on the pitch uh, right after the training or during the training. So the idea here is that we provide a solution which is deeply integrated into the platform and uh, with security in mind. So you can access only the data that you will need to access. Uh, and and you you need to have a longitudinal longitudinal view. I'm sorry of the player, 
so basically what you want to do is you will want to compute various references. Uh, for example, how much on average does he run for a game? And you will want to compare the, the last game with the previous one to know how we, how we felt. Or you will want to, you will want to plan your week based on what the player has made in the past. So taking decision is a matter of first collecting data, then providing tools to analyze them and uh, add colors, for example, on them, perform computation, perform scoring, uh, compare the data of the day with the previous data and contextualize everything, making sure that you can compare training and game data uh, at, at the same place. And the last one is sharing. And it's a really important topic. Uh, so the idea here is that you, you, you have to build multiple features in order to support proper sharing. So basically, they will want to access the data on the mobile and they will want to have their dashboard on mobile because they want to look at the dashboards on the pitch. But they also want to be able to export dashboard to PowerPoint solutions because they want to share them during meeting. Um, to sum up, I think the three key points in order to take uh, to help club take decision as a software provider is to provide something that help them collect data, structure it properly, clean it, uh, analyze it, and then share it. Perfect. Thank you, uh, Gerald. Would you say there's anything that you'd add here to that point that uh, Clement's made? Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, Dennis spoke about there. We work with a, a lot of different range of clubs within Soapforce and. Albeit the 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 day to day and the, the the system and the functionality is different when you get down to the data elements that Clement has, has touched on there. There's a, a lot of similarities in relation to how we want to centralize the data for the club. Albeit a lot of our clubs are primarily grassroots clubs and um, rather than professional say say clubs, but a lot of that is around how they actually centralize the data. And then one of the things we look at is um, how do we provide relevant insights from the data. To the right people at the right time so uh that's some of the stuff that you talked about there as well come with the different stakeholders within a club and it's very interesting how with uh two uh different systems but the in relation to like how we you know our data strategy and how we want to provide data to people there's a, a lot of similarities to how we want to use that and the key thing for us is trying to give that right data to people give them the relevance insights from it um to our say our coaches or to our parents or to the club administrators and allow them to uh get really good understanding that because there's a lot of data there we collect a huge amount of data we're trying to give them the right data that can actually impact their week and um and help them with their operations is a uh, is a key challenge thanks gerard uh, Pierre carlo just before i uh, add a point there is there anything you'd add to that yeah i mean i totally agree of what uh clement and gerard uh said i would uh, also add that uh, in my experience sometimes the people that actually need the data do not have uh, sometimes um, the skills for like um, interact with a lot of data. So you need to extract the right data, but you need also to present those data in an effective way and in a, in a very easy way. So you need to find uh, some, uh, some methods for improving the simplicity of uh, the data. So yeah. Perfect. Thank yeah, you. I, I think yeah, it's, on, sorry. it's exactly that uh, what we've been working on. I mean, making sure that the interface is simple enough so anybody without a computer science degree can uh, look at the data and see what's relevant to them. And I think the last thing is flexibility because you will have staff that will change during even one season. You can have one, two, three, four different staffs. 
and they all have different methodologies. And what you want to do is to you want to build a platform that will stick with the club, no matter the staff. And this is why flexibility is the key in, in this matter. Brilliant. A lot of insight there. And I think, like you say, Gerard, then it, it, two completely different service offerings, but similar sort of uh, functionality, I suppose, is what you use at Club Force and, and my coach pro use as well. Um, and I suspect that ITA Pro uh, will be similar to my coach pro in certain ways, uh, just because of obviously the, the sort of uh, sector that you focus in. Uh, but this will also, I think, be um, an interesting topic um in conversation and we're going to go to gerard here so software itself it's obviously so important for many many attributes but how does it contribute to something so important in any sports club company whatever um how does it contribute to improving the communication and collaboration among people such as you know administrators up to coaches club members and 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 what impact does it have uh, on team dynamics Yes, an excellent question, Oliver, and it's something that we've spent a, a lot of time focusing on um, in the work that we do. We're trying to reduce down the time for our, our volunteers, the primary people we work with are volunteers in club. So the stuff that we want to aim for is for club admins, number one, is you know keeping the club in, in sync. And we have our, our back office area where club administrations uh, spend a lot of their time. And with clubs, you can have a, a high turnover um of volunteers so what we wanted to do is to to centralize all that administration um, and automate it into one area so then you can have different club admins at different points in time work from the same uh, administration functions the same data be able to see the, the certain information that they need to see whereas maybe over in in years past people will be doing things um through paper collecting money in, in through cash in different ways and, and then people change it's hard to manage that so really, the first part of probably the, the communication is, is that collaboration between the different stakeholders. And where it really grew that, as you touched on there, is how that goes from now the club admin to the coach and to the different volunteers within the committee, right down then to the, to the parent or the player and how we can take that information back up. So we've worked hard on that and we've put in different tools. So one of the, the things we uh, created recently and developed is uh, our app called Connect, Club Force Connect. And what that does is it lets uh, coaches and parents be really in sync uh, on a week to week, day to day basis. So it allows the coaches to create groups with the players in it. It allows them to publish their their training days, their match days, their uh, any social link they may have. If you're a parent with maybe two or three kids playing across the different teams, in the one app you can see all your events there, so it's easy to manage. The parent can say whether their uh, child is going to that training session. The coach can then look at that and see, okay, I have 10, 15, 20 people that are going to this training session so they can plan effectively. Um, and also, it just feeds that data up. And how we use that data, which kind of touches back at some of the stuff earlier, is as a coach and a coach myself and academy manager previously, you know how important it is to be able to, to manage and understand what people are attending training. But as a club, you also have the desire to grow your members. So that we're capturing that data now as a right down as if you look at the, the player or the parent, they get to see what we call their member insights. So they can actually see how many training sessions they've attended over the over the season. And they can also then that feeds back up to the coach and the coach can look at the team and see all the individual people as a team and at the individual level who's attended training, who's missed matches, who's missed social events. And it will help us then in a club to grow their numbers, to kind of give us proactive indication if someone is maybe not attending training over the last few weeks, so maybe at risk of 
of not uh, and not uh, staying with the club. So that's one of the key things you look at. The other element we have is we have a news feed. And I think this is key because there's a lot of social media out there now. People are distracted. Clubs are trying to find their place in social media. But there's a lot of noise within that. And sometimes people like to have their, their app where they can have their own news feeds. And, and that puts in all the information about your club. And people can see that directly. Um, and they can see anything in there. But it also allows them to send in in the messages any kind of links. So collect your membership fees. If you're doing any fundraising, you can push that out your, directly to your your club and community. So it's a really, really key thing is trying to be able to get the club admins to work with the coaches and streamline that communication down to the to the parents. And obviously, if you can do that through our applications and some of the easy functionality that automates that, it makes it really, really easy then um, for the club admins and saves them a huge amount of time. And probably a part of that that comes back into it, we talk about communication. There is that ana- analytics element of it where we're able to, to kind of feed that back up. And probably if it's to give one thing where it's really key for us at the moment is payments. Payments is probably the biggest challenge that people can have, you know, so they're passing that down as a club admin, whether it be membership, whether it be fees, whether it be fundraising, they can kind of, uh, you know, get the pass that to the coach or the coach and pass it out to the parent. And then we capture the information from the members and all that data that we want. And it go, it's just coming from the parents. It's very easy to pass it back up. It's not a huge task on an admin trying to type all that into a system and the other side is the money is going into a centralized area as well so it's mm. uh, makes it really easy there's not money passing between different accounts and all this to your coaches it's just safe in one place um so yeah that's it i think we've by doing that uh, we, we've saved a huge amount of time for, for our volunteers and um, i think we make it a lot easier for coaches it's hard to find good coaches and it's hard to keep good coaches so when you have them you just want them working with the teams and enjoying what you're doing so anyway we can simplify that for them the better well, parents and, and players, everyone's very busy these days with, with everything that's going on. We want to make it really simple for them to see when, when you train and when you've matches and then how you can connect with the people within your, your group and within your team in a simple way and not be uh, not have all the noise that surrounds you with different social media tools at the moment. So it's a brilliant uh, product and, you know, imagine yourself, it, it is completely different to, to my coach pro and, and uh, it's a pro, but Imagine a cold, windy night, and you're you're trying to get your cash out to to get the matches paid for. Everything, everything centralised on on the app will just take that strain away. I suppose something very different to the question I was asking, but from the product there, say for example, if uh, a parent or or um, a player hasn't paid the funds initially, would there be a function where you can top it up to make sure that the, the fee's covered for that match? Is that That's where the communication would come involved as well. If someone hasn't sort of paid their part, what would happen then? Is there availability where someone can add the money to make up for it to be able to play the match? Because I presume a lot of these um, affiliates will not let matches be played unless the fee's paid, will they? Yeah, that's exactly it. So you you got to be registered as as a member, and you have to you have to have that sign up done. And and that's what we're trying to do is is make that easy for the the club and the coach to see who has paid their fees, who has paid their membership. And then we want to simplify that for the parent as well, because it sometimes can be how do you pay that? What's the easiest way to sign up, and how can I get that done? I know uh, in the past, like to be a lot of paper. And you have to go to a clubhouse at a certain time and day to pay it. So, as I said, it's, it's an easy way to do that. And it gives the clubs flexibility to, to collect different types of fees in different ways. So people might want to do it through installments over a period of time. They might want to do some kind of recurrent. They might have, like, as you said, their match fees, weekly match fees, or some kind of subs. 
So yeah, that, that's exactly it. It's trying to make that as easy as possible. And as you were saying, people are really busy and they forget to do these things in, in a genuine way. And then when they do that, you just want to make it simple that they can just go onto their phone, they can click on a link, they can get it done there and then within 15 minutes. And they just said, rock up to train and then or to a match and, and not, not to have not paid and, and be able to participate is, is the key thing. Perfect. There we are. A little selling point for Club Force there. We'll get that over LinkedIn for you. Um, Pierre Carlo, on, on your platform, obviously, again, very different to Club Force, but would you add anything in terms of how your software contributes to improving that communication between football yeah. clubs? Yeah, I mean, uh, I totally agree with, with Gerard about the centralization uh, being the key point here because um, I'm talking more about the internal communication uh, inside the club. So from uh, the secretaries and, and the directors directly to, uh, to the players, uh, they usually use a lot of different application and platform. I mean, you can, you can work on Interpro and then you need the file and then you take the file and you share through an email or through WhatsApp and, and, and you just call up on WhatsApp on, on, on a group channel uh, to like specific information and using a centralized uh, centralized platform that has also uh, communication features could really help uh, in having all the information inside without sharing with anyone else outside. And especially in Interpro, uh, we are uh, releasing also the uh, a chat feature that also allows to, again, communicate with the people inside the club, but with keeping the right information inside the club. For example, I create an event in planning and I, a training event. I want to share uh, the training program with all the drills that players must do. I can do inside the platform without like uh, creating a PDF, which I can do still, uh, uh, but w- without creating a PDF and send it uh, personally on WhatsApp. I can do it directly on the platform while still uh, having the possibility to create that PDF and, and set it personally or uh, print it and, and putting on the wall of the, of the locker room. So, yeah, I totally agree with, with Gerard about uh, centralizing here is the key. Thank you, Pierre Carlo. And, and just uh, wanting to get Clement's thoughts as well, but just realizing behind you we're live in the Allianz Riviera. Yeah, exactly. We should have all yeah. traveled there for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you could. You can come any anytime you want. Um, um, any thoughts on on my coach pro's platform? Um, I, how? I, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Pierre Carlo and Gerard have said a lot about the centralization, and I totally agree. Um, one of the key points that Pierre Carlo also mentioned is that you want to have the data stay in the platform because this way you can manage the security properly. You are sure that your PDF. Uh, it can be medical data too, and your PDF cannot go anywhere because it's the platform, it's secured through your access control mechanism and so on. So basically, we have uh, many ways to share the data inside the platform. Uh, we have a chat feature for some years now. We added files to, to training, to games, to uh, injuries and so on. And the user that uploads the file or manage the training and so on can decide, okay, I want to share this file to this, this, this player, and he has a granularity to whom he wants to share the file with, uh, and they can access all the data using our mobile app on the pitch. So, I mean, the, the key points are making sure that you provide all the features so the data will stay on the platform and making sure that they can access the data at any time and anywhere. 
Fantastic. Thank you for that. Um, moving now over to Pierre Carlo for his question. Um, and can you outline, I suppose, some of the primary challenges that sports clubs and organisations, of course, face when it comes to managing their uh, operations and administration? And how does the, the software address the challenges? Yeah, um, just a little disclaimer. Uh, disclaimer um, we already mentioned some issues uh, in the previous question, so I'm going to be repeat a little bit, but um, I'm going to try to... It's fine, because they're probably going to be more, important. More, yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, definitely, yeah. It, it, they are common issues between uh, all the sport management platforms. Um, so the first one, I would say, yeah, uh, the presence of multiple data sources. Um, and I'm talking about the context of these of these data sources. We are talking about uh, player performance data, uh, medical data, health data, uh, legal uh, contracts, and so on. Uh, coming uh, finally to the finance metrics and fan engagement. I mean, you have to deal with this data, and and usually these data have different structure. Uh, they have been designed in a different way. And um, dealing with all of them at the same time could be really difficult, if not impossible. So, um, I mean, clubs can really drown in, in this data. So uh, they, they come from everywhere and you need to make a sense out of it. So um, the first issue would be to, uh, and this is something that with Peter Pro we, we do, uh, try to get them together in a unified way so we can merge and we can also analyze at the same time um, all, all together and crossing them and, and try to get some knowledge out of it. Uh, the second one, which is linked to the previous one, is that um, in addition to data that are not structured, uh, we have also processes that are not structured. And Gerard already mentioned it. Uh, we are... We are talking about old school, so we are uh, dealing with people that usually uh, work with paper and, and spreadsheets, and they do manually inputs. So I personally saw technical stuff juggling three different spreadsheets at the same time, try to get some uh, some some useful insight for dead coaches. And I mean, this is really a headache. Uh, it's really chaos. So uh, we. Uh, should try to find the standardization uh, for this data, for these different data, uh, in order to improve the efficiency and also reduce the errors. Because, I mean, with manual input, and, of course, the, the, the chance uh, of, of uh, having errors, like, rise up. So um, having a standardization could really help, help, like, reducing the human error. Uh, third one... Um, also, but Clement already mentioned it, uh, is the dynamic nature of sport organization. You can have, and you would probably have, especially in Italy, uh, you can change the coaching staff seasonally or maybe twice, thrice per, per season. And, and each coaching staff bring uh, their own collection methods, they own their own uh, playbook, tools, techniques, and which are not consistent between each other. So um, having a sport management platform really helps in um, keeping consistency, even if uh, the coaching staff changes over time. Um, 
Another one could be, for example, uh, the isolation between the departments. And, and so you have, usually you have data silos and vertical um, warehouse where uh, departments don't talk to each other, don't share any data between each other, and uh, they are not accustomed to collaborating. Uh, I'm talking mainly between like the, the office departments and the pitch departments. Um, so, it, I mean, managing a club like this, it's like not, not having your right hand, not knowing what the left hand is doing. So um, doing an effective decision making becomes almost impossible. I mean, you need to have an holistic view where all these silos can interact between each other and can uh, help each other like without with sharing and community communicating as much as possible. Um, the last one is not a technical challenge, it's more a cultural aspect. I mean, we are talking with clubs that usually um, have a lot of resistance in change processes, in change habits, and uh, they need to get on the same page culturally. Uh, they need to foster themselves to in having a collaborative mindset, and this is totally crucial. Um, and again, a sport, uh, the right sport management software um, plays a pivotal role here. I mean, because it addresses all of these challenges. You have a centralized pl platform. Uh, you allow the club to integrate data from diverse sources, streamline processes, and ensure consistency. And uh, the software breaks all these data silos and in the end also foster and increase communication and collaboration among departments. I mean, by quoting, uh, semi-quoting a famous, a famous sentence, one pl platform to rule them all. So, uh, I mean, in a nutshell, I would say that it's not just about fancy, fancy tech. Uh, it's about changing the game, but from a cultural point of view. And I guess um, having a sport management platform, it's the real uh, key, the real MVP here in, in helping addressing these issues. Perfect. That, the final point about um, <clears throat> allowing clubs to get up to speed, or, or should I say making sure clubs get up to speed with, with changes, was something that came up uh, in the podcast that I did with Marco um, and the digital revolution of football clubs, because, you know, a lot of clubs and and very much like yourself, Gerard, in, in your uh, area that you operate in, a lot of coaches and, and sort of uh, grassroots teams will be stuck in their own bubble that they want to do paper. They want to stick onto clipboards. Um, they want to stick cash in hand and, and continue how it goes because it works. But these softwares allow everyone to have a centralized rule like we've mentioned before, um, having it all in one place for communication reasons, simplicity reasons, um, and it is the way forward, which um, if you don't mind, unless anyone's got anything to add to Pierre Carlo's point there, because we have kind of crossed over some things, um, I want to go to our final point, which allow everyone to have their thoughts on this because I think it's going to be something that will cover many layers or unwrap many layers, should I say. Um, and you know, sports club management software itself, it's evolving and it already has been for, for a few years now. What new capabilities and features do you reckon we could expect to see? And I'm not trying to get your users to kind of get an insight to maybe what's coming up in the, in the updates in the next few years, but 
you know, how is it evolving and, and what is the future um, for this? So we'll we'll go to Gerard first um, and then we'll go to Clement and then Pierre Carlo. Yeah, perfect. Thanks, Oliver. Um, yeah, the way I look at it, there's a couple of different aspects of it. And what I would see is the, the first one is the, the ease of payments. Like that, That's a big one. Um, as we've seen with digital transformation over the last number of years is uh, is being able to take that ease of payments. And I think with a lot of these things, they're driven by the, the business need in the area rather than, say, technology coming with functionality and just trying to fit that in somewhere. It's more so what are the business challenges that people are having and how can the digital transformation help that? And I think we're seeing a lot of um, a lot of innovation in the area of payments and how quickly people can do payments and and it's, it's easier to implement these types of payment functionality into applications. And the more and more that, that it is seen um, that our users see that, the more that they want to have that within the applications. And, and even with your local volunteer, your local volunteer running grassroots clubs, that they're used to using these payment systems in, in other applications. So they want to see the same payment systems and, and use that um, digitally. So that's a really, really key one, but also helps solve a lot of problems for them in relation to like, how to do fundraising, how clubs do fundraising. It helps them to, to take and capture payments easier. And the digital transformation has helped them also go online and probably touches on the next area which I have there, which is, is communication and, and connection with people. So that's become a lot easier. But as I've kind of touched on your own, there's also a lot of noise. So we want to kind of make that easier to directly communicate with people. And when you put the two of them together, your payments and your communication, it allows you then to fundraise easier, to capture your 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 members' payments easier to go out to a wider group of people to get fundraising, which is, if you look at those primary business challenges that clubs would have, it is getting funded, it is growing their membership. So I think there are two key areas where we'll see a lot more happening around uh, communication. And then the last one, it is analytics and insights. So kind of we touched on this earlier on and, and everyone had a really interesting thoughts on it. And I think that's going to get more and more, um, I would say it's the insights area. I think Clement made some really good points on that earlier in relation to actually how people making it really easy for people to interpret the data and use the data. I think that's key. We've had a lot of data for, for a long time, but it's actually making it really easy for people to use it. And that's even a little bit trickier with what we do because people have a, a lot less time. They're not working professionally within the clubs. Um, so we're talking about parents or coaches seeing this data and they might only briefly see it. Well, how can we use that data to influence them? But I think we're getting much better at doing that. And data now is kind of getting embedded in with applications. It's not just a, a you know, a, a big report that people are looking at. And I think that data then will start to, to inform strategy. So we, we use it at the moment for how we uh, do fundraising, how we grow membership, and we provide that data back in. But the difference is now is we're collecting that data right down from the player or the parent, like we were talking about earlier on, they're paying their fees at weekly, they're turning up to train sessions, we know how many people are turning up to train sessions. All that data points goes and feeds into the coach and feeds back into the into the club, who then are kind of like, they're, they're creating their strategies based off that. Um, but they're the areas I see payments, communication, and latex and insights. I think uh, they're quite core to a lot of products, but I think it's the innovation in those areas allow us to provide that to uh, to businesses or to clubs to solve their kind of business challenges. Thank you, um, Clement. Uh, yes, um, um, on our side, uh, I think the the next big thing is AI. Definitely, it's like buzzing everywhere these days. Uh, and I think uh, since ChatGPT has become mainstream, uh, people are getting accustomed to uh, chatting and discussing and asking questions. 
Um, and that's really what we will be focusing, I think, on the next year, 2024, uh, because what you want to do is to lower the, bar the barrier to analyze the data. So basically, you want to make sure that uh, you want to provide functionalities such as people can ask questions on their data. Um, and the, the, the first thing to do is to collect the data properly. And that's what we've been doing for, for a long time now and make sure it's properly structured because you cannot train algorithms uh, on crappy data. You want to have structured data, clean data, and make sure that when you train your algorithm, uh, the, re the result that it will produce afterward are, are correct. Um, so the, the next big thing, I think, will be assistance uh, in the platform, uh, helping you search for, for data, ask questions on your data. And the big point here is privacy, because you want to train assistants only on the cloud data and making sure that the data is not shared with all of our customers. Uh, so we'll be working on providing things such as uh, helping users create dashboards and lower the barrier to create that dashboard uh, through chat and LLM maybe. And we also want to, to look at how we can uh, work and fine-tune NLM so customers can uh, ask questions on their data. Brilliant. Thank you. And last but not least, for this uh, final point, Pierre-Carlo? Uh, yeah, uh, my my idea is less technical one, one but um, I would say that the evolution for the sports club and management platform are moving from the club focus to uh, the bigger ecosystem around a club. So I'm talking about federation, I'm talking about leagues, I'm talking about uh, youth academies. So um, since we are really improving the, um, the, the communications and the processes inside the club, is try also to improve and simplify the communications and the processes between uh, different organization. Um, so like moving to a nation, a nation point of view or continental point of view and talking also about free agents in order to share the data with the privacy as, as Clement, Clement uh, mentioned. Uh, but uh, try to like, yeah, uh, also improving, uh, for example, the communication between a club and their federation for contracts and, and legal stuff or uh, finance stuff. And that would be like uh, the natural evolution alongside the uh, AI that Clement mentioned. So, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And thank you all here for, for your contributions today. That was today's uh, another installment of Evolution Exchange podcast. Again, thanks to the guests for joining me today and sharing brilliant views on what is such a um, a, a big topic to discuss. So also thank you for listening uh, and hope you can join us again next time.